If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. What is up, everyone? Time for another episode of Pokey Man Cave. We're actually recording during the daytime for once. Thankfully, I'm in a little bit better shape than my co-host Bambi here. Um, What's new? Yeah. <laughs> so if you listen to the podcast tonight, you'll notice that uh, things are a little different, both in content. Um, <laughs> I'm actually in the process of editing that episode as we speak kind of thing. Uh, was, while my co-host was a little late, I was in the middle of editing as well. Uh, there's a lot that I've got to potentially bleep out or modify because I just don't know how far I can take it before ACAS goes, whoa, 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 buddy. Um, can you list it as like an educational... <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna have to because <laughs> that's uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of interesting wording in that podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were also slightly abbreviated or inebriated. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel abbreviated. This abbreviated. <laughs> I'm I'm tired. I. <laughs> I actually had a decent night's sleep for once, but then went to the gym and beat the living crap out of myself. My co-host decided that it would be fun to sleep in a gaming chair, passed out, and wake up with a nice little hangover after last night. So, I mean, we're... we're they say good. they want a game, they got a game, and then, you know, they continue playing even though you fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> good teammates, though. <laughs> yeah, with the carry. We'll just roll her into the ditch and we'll just keep on fighting. (laughs) (laughs) So we were discussing a little bit as to what was going to happen in this podcast. One of the things, though, that kind of made us giggle was that the Pokemon COO expects Pokemon to go for hundreds of years. Not just a hundred, but hundreds. Uh, Apparently our... Grand grandchildren's 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 are going to be playing Pokemon well after we're long gone. But in a recent interview with Lad Bible, the COO said that our goal is to keep passing on Pokemon to the next gen over the span of hundreds of hundreds of years. <laughs> That's a bit optimistic. <laughs> uh, you know, let's let's look at the next I don't know fifty years and go from there. Okay, but he goes on to say in order to do that. Of course, we need to make sure that we are still keeping the younger gen, the kids, interested. Which, yeah, I mean, it's the younger gen that originally started it all. But, I mean, 
He goes on to say that one thing I can say, kids are very, very honest. They don't play with things that they're not interested in. If your brand feels like it's something that's old or boring, they will immediately dismiss it. The challenge is to make Pokemon feel new and exciting for the younger gen. It's easy to focus on adults. They have a lot of disposable income, which that's really debatable right about now. Um, I mean, in Canada here, we're, you know, let's not beat around the bush. We're essentially in a recession. Nobody wants to say we're in a recession because nobody likes that word, but we're essentially in a recession. Cost of living is astronomical. I mean, hell, my mortgage just went up seven hundred dollars uh i mean life sucks when you have debt or a house or you have to buy gas it just it sucks and i don't understand where people would have the disposable income you know considering five years ago if you had a joint income of a hundred thousand dollars or more you were essentially rich whereas now a hundred thousand dollars split between a family you're essentially just floating above lower to middle class but he goes on to say that uh, you can see the reactions in real time on social media but on the other hand kids they have maybe just a few uh dollars that they like to spend on more things that they're interested in now of course these are really really big claims for pokemon to be saying that oh you know we'll just focus on the younger gen yeah the older gen will give us an instant reaction but it's the old it's the younger gen that will continue us forward because they're more interested in xyz so if we can't cater to xyz then we're not gonna live on long term now that's true and all but at the same time whether you like to admit it or not their little bit of money is technically our money you know we're the ones that give them the allowance we're the ones that pays little johnny down the street to cut our lawn (laughs) it's it's our money you know let's not you know let's not get get that confused so yes you do have to cater to the young gen but you also got to realize that it's the older gen that's still paying for your product whether you think so or not i mean i don't know what what do you think about that like do they think or do you think that they're gonna last for hundreds and hundreds of years i don't know if hundreds and hundreds because i think a main selling point that keeps things alive is the fact that they reboot you know and they reappeal to the original generation which was us you know r.i.p 90 kids or 90s kids but (laughs) (laughs) i would i would love to say that it would continue forever however like, for instance, I just saw the new set that's coming in November, and I don't want <laughs> any part of it. <laughs> like, yeah, I just don't care. And I was so excited for Obsidian, not because I like the the Terra thing. I just like the promo card, really. That's it in the color of the box. <laughs> I but like pretty things. <laughs> interested in it, you know. And yeah, so I mean, new Pokemon designs are horrible, horrible. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. It's like. A lot of these artists are artists that we grew up with, you know, um, and that's great. You know, they're continuing on 20 something years down the road, but they're also evolving their artists or their skills, so to speak, Mm -hmm. which is very good. I mean, it's always great to improve your skills, but sometimes we just like, you know, sometimes the older artwork just hits better. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I mean, sort of. You get those ones where it's like, uh, what was it? The artwork that looked like it was a, a stitched Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are okay. I but like, they're cute. Yeah. They're, it's essentially, yeah, it's, like, it's a cute artwork. The the trippy on mushrooms artworks, those are fun. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, same time, I mean, not, nothing beats, like, you can have full art, 60,000 swirls and all this crap in it. 
but nothing beats the classic Windows 2000 background on the Pokemon card. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's brilliant. I mean, I saw a documentary of how they do that, and honestly, it's it looked like they actually, in some cases, they literally took like a Windows 98, Windows 2000 background, mm-hmm. zoomed in on one part, and boom, there's Ponyta's background. That's hilarious. It's it's freaking phenomenal. It's like, wow, you literally just copy paste and zoomed, and there's your background. <laughs> like, good job. <laughs> But hey, it, it worked. <laughs> That's funny. Now, last week, no, was it last week? It would be last week. I'm so confused. Yeah, it would be last week. We discussed the Pokemon VGC. Maybe it was, I don't know, maybe it was two weeks ago. The VGC 2023 team, uh, or teams, plural, that were disqualified at Worlds for being hacked. However, a new report suggests that roughly half of the Pokemon VGC 2023 teams were actually hacked. It gets a whole lot worse. And they actually broke it down in a table based on player league. And some of these are like really, really screwed up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll start from the bottom and work our way up because it just, it gets better as you go up, I suppose. (laughs) Ish. So first off is Korean. They had, so this is all out of 470, 800, sorry, 856 teams, okay? So out of Korean, or Korea, they had zero legal teams and three hacked teams. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting one. But then it gets worse. Italian, again, zero legal teams and five hacked teams then you move up to spanish they actually did have some legal teams they only had three though (laughs) compared to 27 hacked teams (laughs) (laughs) and then it got worse again with german they had two legal teams and 11 hacked teams now there's two chinese there's chinese s which i'm i believe that's what standardized chinese I think maybe they had four legal teams, but 34 hacked teams. Then you move up into us, English, the most of of this whole table, 228 legal teams, which is very impressive, <laughs> but 282 hacked teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flips there. Yeah, yeah. But then it gets slightly better. You get Chinese tea, which I believe is traditional. They had 13 legal teams and 12 hacked teams. So <laughs> almost 50-50, which is really, really bad. And then for some odd reason, Japanese, apparently they didn't get the memo that you could use hacked teams or at least try and get away with hacked teams because they had 220 the legal teams, but only 12 hacked. That, Sorry? Maybe they were the ones that tipped them off and they're like, we'll only put a couple hacked teams in there. Yeah, we'll just, you know, sprinkle it in. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, maybe they, I don't know, maybe they told everyone else, hey, guys, you can use whatever Pokemon you want, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> that way and, I mean, places like Korea, Italian, and Spanish, and Germany, they're like, hell yeah, we'll just max out on hack teams. <laughs> Canada, I mean, or English, Canada and U.S., I guess, they they were almost split 50-50 down the board. Uh, what was it sixty forty seven? So <laughs> they didn't understand. 
Yeah, yeah, they didn't quite understand. <laughs> According to data, roughly 17% of the World Championship teams had hacked Pokemon on them. Possibly even the champion actually had hacked Pokemon on his team and wasn't caught. Now, again, to be clear, just because these Pokemon were hacked does not mean that they had stronger or they were stronger than their competitors. More often than not, hacked Pokemon are used to save time in grinding and raising the Pokemon themselves. Uh, they did go on to say that some will even trade with someone else to build teams that are left unaware if the Pokemon they received was built legally or not. So a lot of the time, I mean, they could have just traded with somebody not knowing that the Pokemon that they're receiving is hacked. They just look at the stats and go, oh, look, they, they really grinded to even out these stats really well. Meanwhile, it's a hacked Pokemon. But there's nowhere on your database that says, hey, this Pokemon was hacked once you get the Pokemon traded to you. Or at least I've never seen one. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows? It, it could have been a, a an issue where people are getting Pokemon through trades and just not realizing it. Or maybe people were specifically looking for hacked Pokemon, you know, going on message boards saying, hey, I need a Pokemon with XYZ for attack, defense, and so on and so forth. That could also happen. But, I mean, we're never really going to know. I mean, nobody's going to actually tell the truth. Nobody's going to actually sit down and say, yeah, I went on Discord or whatever. Or uh, and and asked people for a hacked Pokemon for Worlds. I mean that's career suicide if you freaking do that. Be interesting to see what happens next year for Worlds in 2024. Again, as of right now, it's in Hawaii, unless Hawaii burns to a crisp. But <laughs> apparently they got the fire under control. But you know, still quite a ways before the next Worlds anything can happen. Moving on to something that could either be really, really funny or really, really embarrassing. Maybe more funny. I decided that we're going to do a little quiz. No. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot to look up the cheats. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. See? Good old Bambi tries to cheat. Zero out of zero. <laughs> so, there's only 11. Only 11. I'm, I'm sure you'll get the majority of these. I would hope so. Mm-mm. I mean, a lot of these names are very, very common actor, like voice actors. So you, you should get it, theoretically. Theoretically. You're asking the girl that fell asleep in a gaming chair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, actually, yeah, I guess you are a little at a disadvantage. You're, <laughs> you're fresh from a, a, a knockout, essentially. Literally. Yeah. Now, right. this quiz actually comes on the heels of the voice actor for Super Mario stepping down after 27 years. So the, uh, what the hell was his name? Yeah, see, don't know his name. There's one, lost. <laughs> Charles uh, Martinet. Yeah, Charles Martinet. He's 67 and he announced his retirement this month. Uh, the company's mascot is due to be given a vocal makeover for the first time since 1991. So, like I said before, there's only 11 questions. So technically you need a six to pass. The oh. first one, honestly, if you don't get the first one, I'm embarrassed for you. Because oh, okay. this should be very, very easy. So, Nancy Cartwright has been voicing this famous character for 34 years. The beloved anime, animated rebel is known for always getting into trouble and never following the rules. Okay, one more time. Nancy Nancy Cartwright has been voicing the famous character for 34 years. The beloved animated rebel is known for always getting into trouble and never following the rules. That does not narrow it down. Really? 
Okay. Well, oh, come on. Beloved anime character that, that is voiced and gets in a ton of trouble. Like, that that does not narrow it down. For 34 years. For, for 34 years. What anime has been going on for 34 years? I'll see you. Thank you. <laughs> um, she was, wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Hang on. Is I mean, one of totally, them? Hang on. Wait, wait. Are they you're yelling? You're totally cheating. No, I'm not. <laughs> You're you're attached to my computer. You'd be hearing the typing. Um, That's true. Oh, you can be looking on your phone. Um, well, I mean, if they, yeah. Ah, there we go. I guess I could. <laughs> okay. Are they yellow? Okay, I can. I'll I'll give you that. Yes, they're yellow. Perfect. It's The Simpsons. So Bart. <laughs> okay. So you're going with Bart. We'll find out at the That's end if you're right. Actually, didn't she voice a few of them? Yes. Yeah, she voiced actually quite a few characters. So it's it's a toss-up between Bart and what's his ass. <laughs> what's his ass? <laughs> I don't remember that Simpsons character. <laughs> going with Bart. I'm okay. Going with Bart. This is another one that you, I mean, you should get this one. Tom Kenny is known for facing sweet, good-natured children's, or good-natured characters, sorry. And this famous children's favorite is no exception. He's been the face behind the mic for this wholesome protagonist since 1999. Tom Kenny, hang on, hang on. That's really familiar. He was the voice. I always thought it was funny because his uh, one of his characters has the same name. Didn't he voice Tom out of Tom and Jerry? I'm not sure. I think he did, but okay. So wait, what was the hint? One more time. So this one was a little harder for a hint, but this famous children's favorite is no exception. He's been the face behind the mic for this wholesome protagonist since 1999 um who else did he do the only one i know he did he was part of tom and jerry for one of the seasons i'll give you a hint only because i think he did cat dog think water oh christ he's the voice of spongebob isn't he yep boom i was obsessed with spongebob when i was younger (laughs) i'm definitely a goofy goober oh god Now, you should know who this actress is. And for the love of God, I mean, if you don't know this one, I mean. No pressure. Mila Kunis. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher. Yep. (laughs) Lent her distinct voice to a famous cartoon about an American family. She has been playing this role since 1999. Now, okay. Hang on. She, she. Voiced Meg in Family Guy. She voiced, um, what was that movie she just did? Um, you said since 1999? She's been voicing this actual character from 1999. I don't, has Family Guy been around that long? Can neither confirm nor deny that. I'm going to go with Meg because she's the, the longest outstanding character that I can think of. Although, you realize Meg also had a different voice actress at the beginning, right? No. Yeah, Meg had a different voice actress for, I believe, the first couple episodes, if not the first season. <coughs> oh, man. But, okay, uh, number four, Will Arnett, uh, let's see here, has earned high praise for his performance as the titular, titular character of a bittersweet animated show. The actor combined both comedy and drama in his performance. Um... He's also voiced a lot of characters, but not 
anything long standing that I know of. Like the only thing I, every time I think of Will Arnett, I just think Arrested Development. Yeah, I mean, so do I. <laughs> that one I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I mean, okay. So I'll, I'll leave it blank for now, but number five. Was the okay. I just you... remember, I know one show that he's voiced for sure. Okay. He did BoJack Horseman. Is that the answer you're going with? That's the only one I got, so yep. Okay, number five. I mean, you've got to get this. This is Pokemon related. Sarah Natchechenny has voiced this character for 18 <laughs> years in the English dub. Going with Ash. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just going to tell you right now. Yeah, you got that one correct. <laughs> I, I mean, if you didn't get that correct, holy crap. Now, here's where it gets a little harder. Number six is Don Messick. He passed away in 97 at the age of 71. For decades, brought one of the most famous animated dogs to life. The franchise still exists and continues to create new content to this day. Mm, famous dog, which famous animated dog, and the show still continues and creates new content to this day. Okay, let me think of famous famous dogs here. Um, <laughs> Clifford. Hmm. <laughs> was Earth. Clifford around for decades, though? I mean, they just made a new movie. Okay. <laughs> uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, who's not around anymore. That was such a good show. Um, oh, it was, yeah. Um, what other famous dogs are there other than Paw Patrol right now? <laughs> that has not been around for decades. I, if you say Paw Patrol, oh my god. <laughs> um, Gooby-Doo, that's a famous dog. Yeah. Um, that one's been around a long time. I remember watching that a long time ago. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's, it's been around for quite some time, yeah. Um, but they're, he's not, they're not really doing more now, are they? Are they still doing Scooby-Doo Scooby stuff? Yep. Yeah, they still do Scooby-Doo. Okay, so far, so far that one and, and Clifford, but I'm gonna go. Oh, I'll go with Scooby Doo. I'll just okay. I'll nail that down. <laughs> All right, number seven. Walt Disney lives far beyond the characters he created, but few may know which one of them he voiced well until 1947. I feel like a dumbass if I get this wrong, but did did did. Did Walt Disney ever voice Mickey Mouse? <laughs> he could have. I, I'm going to go with that answer, and I hope I'm right. <laughs> Why okay. Did you... Hmm. Now, this one was, <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. You, I don't think you're, you'll get this. Alan what? Reed. Who? Was the voice behind, Alan Reed was the voice behind one of the most popular cartoon characters in the 60s. In the 60s? Yep. Alan Reed. 
He's the guy that did Flintstones, right? Could have. My final answer. Which Flintstone, though? He voiced, um, it's not Barney, it's, um, Fred. Okay. <laughs> I know that because all my patients used to watch that. Oh, really? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, H. John Benjamin is well-known voice actor who found fame with roles including Sterling Archer uh, in Archer and Carl in Family Guy. But his famed role, he plays a family man who's also running a restaurant with his wife and children. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you got that one wrong, holy shit. Phrasing. I love Archer. Oh, I loved it. I, I It sucked so bad when uh, Mallory, the voice actor for Mallory, passed away. Mm-hmm. I mean, because like, she was like the greatest part of that freaking show alongside Archer. Number 10 is Trey Parker. Now, the pair are well known for creating a show together which has been running since 1997. Trey voices its most popular and problematic character. Mm, 1990s. What kind of hint is that? An animated cartoon from Trey Parker and Matt Stone from 1997. Oh, Once you said Matt Stone. Okay, um, yeah. He voices Cartman, I think. He either voices Cartman or he voices, um, not, not is it Stan? No, no, I think it's Cartman. You going with Cartman? I'm going with Cartman. Second okay. I knew who it was. <laughs> yeah. And finally, number 11, Mark Hamill. Oh, Mark Hamill's voice some good characters. Oh, hell yeah. So, of course, he played the hero who saves the galaxy in Star Wars. But Mark mm-hmm. Hamill's most famous voice acting role is nowhere near Luke Skywalker. The voice actor, who is now 71, truly learned, leaned sorry, into the dark side of the Force to bring this signature villain to life. Uh, he voiced one of the Jokers. Uh, okay. He voiced... Um, okay, give me the give me the clue one more time. He truly leaned into the dark side of the force to bring this signature villain to life. Didn't didn't he do dark no, no, that was um that was oh gosh, who's the guy that does uh Lion King too? <laughs> That's gonna bother me now too. Um Okay, I'm embarrassed now. Hamill, Hamill, Hamill. He voiced we're obviously talking about one of his his Star Wars roles right i'll give you a hint is not star wars related okay okay that helps me then (laughs) clue clue one more time he leaned into the dark side of the force how is it not star wars related with that clue first right yeah to bring this signature villain to life um other villains did he voice besides one of the jokers i mean you can go with that that's all i got want to take a stab in the dark with joker then yeah, yeah, we'll go with that one. That's the only one I can for sure remember that he did. Okay, so that was the end of it. And, I mean, you did surprisingly well. Very surprisingly well. They weren't so, as off the wall as I thought they were. <laughs> so, number one, Nancy Cartwright. You got that correct. She does voice Bart Simpson. And the other half of the show. She does Nelson Muntz, Ralph Wiggum, Todd Flanders, Kearney, Database, and Maggie. She voices Maggie? Uh, yeah, she does this, in order to do the pacifier sucking, she does this weird thing with her, was it her tongue and her lower lip, I think? That sounds dirty. It's weird, like, if you see her do the motion to make that sucking noise, it's really disturbing. But it's, it's like, I mean, that's really freaking awesome voice acting, the way that she does it. She, um, I mean, you can see it all over YouTube. She does so many examples of how she does the voices and everything and yeah maggie's is literally just a combination of like lower lip and tongue movement or something that creates that signature like pacifier sucking noise Hmm. 
and then she just uh, pitches her voice real high and and squeaks and everything for like the googles and gaggles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now number two, Tom Kenny, you got that right. It was SpongeBob. Boom. He also does Gary, the mm-hmm. French narrator, and Patchy the Pirate. Oh, I forgot he did Patchy the Pirate. Yeah. I knew he did Gary too. Yep. That's- yeah. He does the uh, meow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Number three for Mila Kunis. You got that correct. It is Meg. She Boom. does play Meg from Family Guy. Number four, you got that correct. For Will and Arnett, it was Bojack Horseman. Yay! I love that show. Yeah. I mean, I've watched a little bit of it, but haven't dived too deep into it, but it's pretty funny. Number five, Sarah Nascicheni. Thank God you got this correct. <laughs> it was Ash Ketchum. Uh, number seven, or sorry, number six, Don Messix. He does play Scooby-Doo. Okay. Uh, Dom also voiced Scooby-Doo and other small characters in the franchise through the 70s and well into the 90s. Basically from 69 up into the 70s and then again into the 90s is when he did uh, Scooby. Gotcha. Now, number seven, Walt Disney. He did voice Mickey from 1928 into the 1940s. Boom. Number eight, Alan Reed. He did play Fred Flintstone in the Flintstones. That one was easy for me. <laughs> now, of course, number nine, I got it. H. John Benjamin definitely was Bob from Bob's Burgers. Yep. I mean, again, like that's a really easy hint. That was a very easy hint. Number 10, Trey Parker does, in fact, do Eric Cartman. He also yeah. does Stan Marsh, Randy Marsh, and Mr. Garrison. Okay, so I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. I almost said Stan. Yeah, but I mean... In hindsight, Carmen is way more troubled than Stan is. True. Number 11. This is where you you had some difficulty. (laughs) Mark Hamill does, in fact, play the Joker. Hey! On a handful of projects across the years, including Batman, the animated series, Mm -hmm. Superman, the animated series, the new Batman Adventures, Justice League, Static Shock, Robot Chicken, Batman, The Mask of the Phantasm, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker. I, uh, I, liked, I liked a lot of his his Jokers. They were they're cool. I like the art style. But his Joker in like the, t- the games is freaking phenomenal. I loved it so much. And finally, time for our good old Pokemon battle. Which, I mean, again... Apparently, you needed a hint at one point. <laughs> yep, I took two L's recently. Now I need a hint. Yeah, I mean, you're uh, you're hurting now. <laughs> now, would you like to go first for your first Pokemon, or do you want me to go first? You can go first. All right. You took the win. That means you get to go first. Oh, okay. Well, then, if that's going to be the case, I'll be going first for yeah, the yeah, foreseeable yeah. future. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Number one, I have Durant, a bug steel type. Hmm. Okay. I, that's going up against Thunderous. I picked that because if I pull one more Thunderous card out of an Obsidian pack, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> Absolutely lose it. So you are electric flying. You're weak against rock and ice, which is neither of me. Uh, you're... Half resistant to bug, half resistant to steel. I think you might take the win on that one. Of course, Thunder Ass wins. Yeah. 
I'm gonna make a uh, custom thunder ass undies for all my streamer friends. <laughs> Since you know, oh, you know all, no. all you can pull out of Obsidian right now is either thunderous uh, toxicity, Palpin, <laughs> or Gita. Everyone gets Gita. Gita, Gita yeah. Lost. Jesus Murphy. Oh, thunder ass for the win. Thunder ass. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like that guy that eats a bunch of Indian food and has a hard time. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. You're welcome for that image. Oh, that's scarring. <laughs> now, what did you get for number two? Because this this might be hopefully it's in my favor. I went with Talon Flame. Really? Okay. Uh -huh. All right. For that one. Yeah, uh-huh. So you are a fire flying. Hmm. So you're weak against rock, water, and electric. I went with Togepi. Really? Obviously, fairy type, only weak against poison and steel. Ox, well, hmm. You're half resistant to fairy. Yeah, shit. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I gotta look here because, I mean, of course a fucking ad pops up. So uh, you're fire flying. Yeah... I take one damage from fire. Same from flying. I win. I think you. Yeah, you got that one. That's uh, two for two. <laughs> yeah, that's two for two. Uh, third one. This is where my legendary comes in. I picked Entei. Really? Yeah, straight up fire type. <laughs> oh my goodness! I went with Ladius. Oh, okay. That was my legendary pick spot too. Dragon Psychic. Hmm. Well, well, shit. Okay, so I'm weak against ground, rock, and water, which is neither of you. But <laughs> yeah, but you're half resistant to fire. Oh, you actually might get this one as well. You know, it's funny. I almost went with Latios. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm so disappointed oh. at that point. Yeah, a normal damage against Dragon, and I believe it was Flying, or Psychic, sorry. Yeah, I think you got that one. Fuck. Number <laughs> three. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. This, We've been this is what happens. All week, all week. Yeah, I, I take normal damage against both Dragon and Psychic. Yeah, so you would have had that. All right. Uh, what did you get for number four? <laughs> Executor. Which one? Executor. Oh, Executor. Big Thank you. Jeez. Grass psychic type? Yep. Ooh. Okay, I finally mm -hmm. win this one. Yeah, yeah? I, yeah, I finally win. I went with Lotad. What? Water, water grass type. That's crazy. I almost picked him. Uh, oh, wait. No, maybe not. Fuck. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> this is what we like to call a sweep. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so I'm two times a week against flying, poison, and bug, which is neither of you. I'm water and grass. You're both half resistant to both water and grass. Uh, you're grass psychic. And I'm one normal against grass and psychic. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Jesus. What the hell? <laughs> this is what I get for going easy, apparently. No, no, no. This is what you get for talking all that smack. <laughs> Thunder ass coming to clap. Okay, watch out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, number five, I have Grievered. 
isn't that the little the little Scotty dog thing? Yep, ghost dog. Gray bird. Yep. I went with Toxic Croak. Poison fighting type. Okay. God damn. All right. <laughs> I swear to God. I don't know what's worse. The fact that you're sweeping me or the fact of these fucking ads. <laughs> to be fair, though, I have been in a group discussion with all the streamer friends because I said I got wiped down twice and I needed better better Pokemon. So we, we've gone back and forth for the last week. <laughs> okay, so you take normal damage from Ghost. I'm only weak against Ghost and Dark, which is neither of you. Nope. So you take normal damage from Ghost. You are poison fighting. I don't. I'm resistant to poison. You were fighting, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I'm so I'm resistant against poison, and fighting does not affect me. Uh, so I think I take the L on that one. You might. Yeah, be. I would. I would take that one. Yep. It's because still- half of you doesn't even affect me. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, what did you get for number six? Bulbasaur. Okay. All right. Perfect. I mean, I thought about picking not necessarily Bulbasaur, but like maybe Venusaur at one point. Mm-hmm. Actually, my daughter, because she was looking at my list as I was building it, and she's like, you should do all the starters. You realize that doesn't make sense, right? Because it would just be a mix of grass, fire, water, grass, fire, water kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real original there, honey. You are grass poison. I went with Pikachu. <laughs> There's that electric that I told you about. Uh-huh. So, again, you're half resistant to electric. You're definitely not ground, so I'm not weak against you. Uh, grass poison. Um, I don't know if you take the win on that. Maybe. Yeah. Normal damage from grass. Normal damage from poison. Boom. Yeah, so you would take that. Yeah, so, wow, that was... Bulbasaur was the Pokemon that I picked to go up what, against whatever electric you had. How did you know? How would you have guessed that? My, the birds work for Kennedy. That it would be number six, though. So that's the thing. Well, I knew you were going to put your legendary in your middle spot. And then I had a solid guess that whatever hint you gave me was either going to be first or last. So I took a gamble and picked last. Okay, so maybe I'm... Hmm. <laughs> So that's that's true in both cases. I, I was either putting electric first or last. I put it last. And yeah, Entei was in the number three spot. Don't doubt Bambi. Okay. I'm psychic. Master. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you've been freaking... Designing your list the entire week without you even noticing. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, you only took freaking one loss for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I That sucked. It was awesome. <laughs> No, it was not awesome. Great. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to like. I gotta really. I mean, we're gonna have a little bit more time between this recording and our next recording because now we're actually ahead of schedule in a sense. So that leaves me with like almost a week to like deep dive and really focus on this list, just try and destroy you from the inside out. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to have to do a lot of research. Maybe look at some of your past choices and do some deep diving. I almost, I almost did some some revamping, uh, <laughs> or like bringing bringing the old crew back, but I didn't. So yeah, but like with me, it's it's I'd always go with at least one thing that's relevant. So like for instance, we're we're all ripping Obsidian right now. If I see one more Thunderous, I might lose it. <laughs> it's, it's 
funny because we traumatize one of our streamer friends because they hate thunderous and toxicity. So we've all been sending one of our streamer friends all of our cards of those two. Oh. And he got one of his pack wrappers. And the whole, all the cards in it, it's like 15 cards. So it's more than actually comes in a, in a pack, but they're all stacked in there and he resealed it. So we're going to do like a, a givey, a rigged givey. <laughs> and he's like, man, thanks for coming in. I got you a free pack because like we're, we're homies or whatever. And we'll rip it on stream. And it's just a bunch of thunder asses. <laughs> <laughs> That's so mean. The only time I will condone resealing a pack. It's so worth it. I'm so excited. Yeah, I think that's the only time where resealing a pack is warranted. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, stay tuned for the podcast tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're listening to this Monday morning, where we have a bit of a intoxicated episode. That I am now paying for. Yeah, um, you know, like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, Bambi woke up in a gaming chair. Uh, I woke up at uh, about, yeah, about six o'clock this morning. Couldn't figure out why I had set my alarm, only to realize later on that, right, I set it to go to the gym. I don't really feel like getting up, but I went anyway. Uh, Now I'm kind of paying for it. I'm both a little sore, slightly foggy in the head, and I might actually just go get another coffee. I gotta go to I, I I gotta go to the grocery store and it's pretty close to a Starbucks. So I might grab another latte or something. Yeah, and, your bitch coffee. Uh, right, yeah. So the listeners don't know this, but yesterday, technically yesterday, as we were recording this, I I I need I wanted a Starbucks. I didn't need a Starbucks. I I wanted a Starbucks. So I went to Starbucks and I literally. <laughs> This is how badly I didn't know what the hell I wanted. I pulled up my Starbucks app and closed my eyes and just flicked my finger. And whatever it stopped on is what I was picking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, sure. Literally. Sure. And how that happened. Mm-hmm. Well, so actually, it, it I think it turned out better because it was either pumpkin spice latte or this pink ass drink dragon fruit thing. That thing is really good. The refreshy thing. It is really, really good. But, I mean, if if my man card was revoked for a pumpkin spice latte, I might as well be getting an operation right now to just remove my entire dick for getting <laughs> a I think pink refresher. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, nothing screams feminine than a pink drink with ice. <laughs> oh, so, I don't know. I, I might, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I want. I might get the apple crisp thing or I might just do a cold brew. Just, just do a cold brew. Keep it simple. Yeah. But not the PSL. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can't stand pumpkin spice. Take care, everyone. We'll see you again next week for what should be a more interesting, hopefully in favor of me, Pokemon battle. I got to deep dive through all the reservoirs of our past battles. And maybe I'll, I'll use that to do a little bit of research and figure out where you've gone and how you've gone and figure out how I can sweep you. Or maybe, you know, just karma's a bitch for me kicking your butt <laughs> for a couple of weeks in a row. <laughs> anyway, take care, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Bye now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.